ego in this in this life period maybe it's just the flesh but sometimes you need to talk to it and tell it to calm the f down this but something is living and alive inside of me a really messed up spirit behind the spirits and it's pulling out all the ugly and all the anger inside of me and i am reflecting it on another individual that i care about and not just him or anything it, it was a, a multitude of people in my life everyone was getting a piece did he say action i think he said action <laughs> i'm still sipping i'm still sipping having a good old time you see i got a drinking problem it it ain't alcohol, it's, <laughs> it's just beverages. Oh, so hello everybody and welcome back to another episode of To The Last Drop. We are your hosts, I'm Dominique Spinelli. I'm Shelly Robbins and today we're gonna run it back and bring it, uh, the topic back in from the episode that we were discussing the views of society and how women drink alcohol and even the views on how men uh, view women drinking alcohol in the public eye and private settings and really what their thoughts are on the women who are doing this, especially on an extensive level. Um, so today we brought a guest, Zay, here to give his two insight and his two cents on the topic as well. So for myself, this is what I believe, just in my experience. Um, I know for a very long time, I thought it was okay. And I didn't really think men thought anything of it. I thought men liked a woman who knew who she was, that like courage, right? And that confidence and, and all, all of that is rightfully so. It's true, they do, but not that liquid courage because honestly, I think, I think, and we're gonna figure it out if he agrees or denies this, but I think in a setting where a woman is over drinking or drinking consistently and on a daily basis or even just too much at a party or whatever, immediately he thinks, hey, you know what? I may, I may be able to do something with that if he's interested. Maybe her mind ain't in the right place or you know what, maybe I could bring her home because she's loosening up and, and she's wild. She don't really have those standards set for herself and she's wilding out in public so I bet you she'll wild out back at the hotel room or anything like that. Um, and then also it could be a sense of she has no discipline in her life if it's too much. If she just really wilding out, you know, and they may just stay away from it altogether. And you really are just recreational use at that point instead of something they'll take serious. I'm worried. What do you think, Zay? Yo, you, you, hit, the hit, you hit the nail on the head, like for sure. You know, um, how I view it, women that do drink a lot, I... I think a lot of guys, well, not think, I know a lot of guys look at those actions as being like easy, you know, and, um, and, and fun women, you know, so uh, it, it has its perks, but, um, but from a personal standpoint, I see the downfall to it, especially if the woman have kids and things like that, because I'm pretty sure it can affect like the home with the whole drinking. If she's in a relationship with a man, you know, it can affect that as well. You know, I, I have a, a certain type of view when it comes to a woman drinking a lot. I'm not against a woman drinking, but drinking belligerent and, and just, just heavily, it's like I'm not really uh, for it because I know like the downside to it. You know, it's very unattractive, extremely unattractive to me. I'm pretty sure like many men, um, would back me up for us, like women being like very unattractive when they drink heavily like that. That's great, sir, and I feel you, but um, who are you? <laughs> hey, uh, I'm Zay, um, known as Zay Fly. I'm the owner of Jacalo Clothing Line. Uh, Jacalo stands for John to Captivate and Love, and um, the slogan behind it is Be Yourself, and we out here just um, just encouraging people like to be themselves through quality clothing. 
Oh, so so you made that jacket? Oh, you designed yes. that jacket? Yes, yes, I designed it and all. Yeah. Well, dang. Why? I didn't. So that means you designed this T-shirt too? Of course. Where my T-shirt at? Hey, uh, hey, we got one. All right. Waiting for you. I'll be waiting in the back. Yeah, no. we got you. There we mm -hmm. go. And even like like take a look within our culture. You know, it's very promoted heavily within our culture, you know, with the music, with the songs, you know, with the influencers as well. You know, um, um, alcohol is is pushed heavily, you know, and and for like going out and the turn up deal, you know, you see groups of girls like just belligerently drunk, you know what I'm saying? Turning up to their favorite song, you know, turning up to their favorite artist. And um, that spirit carries. It carries even within the club and it carries outside of the club, you know, and, and it carries right on to the home, you know. So so it's like that's a very dangerous field that, that, that a person can really enter if they're not really like too much informed on like the effects of alcohol like that. So would you say like the girl that you see in the club who is lit with her homegirls, you know, they're having a good time drinking, all of that, the difference in the in her energy or personality when she leaves that club and she goes home or maybe she's in, in her job or something like that, what's the difference or is there a difference in regards to how she conducts herself? For it's like women. Because she may not be lit, right? She may not yeah. be turning up the way she was in the club. Okay. But how does that turn over into her day-to-day -day life if she's drinking too much? What have you seen from that? What I've seen from the well, well, I haven't had too many encounters with um, with a female that's not drinking heavy in the club, but outside of the club, she's drinking pretty heavy. But I have had encounters with um, with some females that didn't go out to the club. Like I said, it's like within the culture, it's like it's within the music. You don't have to be going out to the club to really drink a lot. Like I said, it's very influenced through the music, you know. So, so yes, I've definitely been around um, certain type of females that drink very heavy at home and just wild arguments would just pop off, just out the blue, you know. Um, and, and you guys know how to press a put. You know, press some buttons. You know what I'm saying. So it's like, man, man, when you guys get lit, I'm telling you, and that mouth get to going, you guys can press some buttons and whatever. They can have us saying some things back. You know, they get can get real ugly. Yeah, can get real nasty around that. But you can't say that you didn't enjoy some of your escapades with these women. Whether no matter where they was getting drunk at, you took them home and they gave you the sloppiest slappy and all that other stuff. Oh yeah. I'm not gonna lie and. Oh gosh. In my situation, what? I was lit. I, I had that one number I call every Friday night. And it's like, yo, you gonna get this when I get where you at. Like, yeah, dick. Well, let me ask you guys this. Do you guys prefer, like, <clears throat> when you guys were drinking, when it came to sex, do you guys prefer to be drunk or not drunk? It's like, which was better when you was having sex? Well, I was, I was drinking all the time. Yeah. So I didn't know what sober sex was. Same, to this day. Oh, wow. To this day. Yeah. I didn't well, know that. Kudos to you. Hey. <laughs> I'm on lockdown. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, so I, I, would, I would probably prefer drinking to have sex simply just to, you know, let that, let my freak 
flag fly, you know, mm-hmm. and just enjoy myself. And if, if I went too far or if I was a little too freaky or I didn't do whatever or did do too much, I could blame it on the liquor. I know like, that's, that's not really me, oh, my bad, you know, type of deal. But, but in actuality, that is me drunk. Yeah. And it allowed me to extend myself further than what I normally would conduct myself without drinking. But it, but then if he liked it, then it was all me, okay? Oh, yeah. If he liked it, it was all me. I, I didn't even drink that much last night. What you talking about? You like that thing, though? Yeah, now, yeah, the next yeah, time yeah. he wants you to do it, you like, damn. Because I think when you're having sex sober, it's that's where the intimacy could come in, especially for a woman. We we operate out of our emotions. We have to feel something to have sex, at least most of the time, right? We're feeling something, even if we're lying to ourselves about it, we gotta feel something spark in us to allow ourselves to even be with a man. Most, of, I would say 10 out of 10 times, even if it's a bold-faced lie. And so a lot of times in order to do that, we we drink to, to feel that feeling that we need, even if it's that wild side of it. So. For me, like having sex sober, those emotions, whether it was like, damn, Shelly, like you don't even want to be here. Why are you doing this? Like this ain't even right. Or maybe I actually have a lot of feelings for that person. I don't even know how to process the emotions correctly sober because it's super intimate and something I don't know how to really conduct myself with because I dissociated so much. So it was easier to drink. That's real. With me, a lot of times it came down to like having feelings for the person, but like we have to play this game. Mm-hmm. We have to play a game. So I have to look, think, and act like somebody that, I don't know, is going to win this game. So I can't be, you know, forward with my feelings. And I just got to come over, give you what you, you know what I mean? Maybe slip a little few feelings in there somewhere and hope when this is over and we wake up in the morning that, like, something worked. And it so, never does. So would you go in with the thought of, okay, because I know – the last episode we were talking, you were talking about performing mm-hmm. and that performance. Like, did you go in thinking like, okay, I'm going to do what I do. And if something comes out of it, cool. But I know what I'm, I need to do right now in this time with him. So I'm going to get myself ready to perform. Oh, absolutely. What? What? Uh, what? Contrary to popular belief, and if you check my Snapchat, y'all, y'all know, I came up with the spinning night bag. I called it a whole bag. <laughs> I keep I keep drawers in my purse. I always keep an extra pair of underwear in my purse because you never know. An extra pair of underwear in my car because you never know when you're going to get it. But what? Then I had an extra bag with the lingerie, a little whip if I wanted to, the massage oil, all that stuff. I was a traveling... I, use I was a traveling circus, feel me? So, so let me ask you guys this since you guys did drink a lot. Um, <clears throat> because something that that happens with females that drink pretty heavy, it's the aggression that that comes out. It's like, were you guys like very aggressive? And like, if so, what really like triggered that aggression? I'm a connoisseur of fine things. So with alcohol, it was like that. Like I had a whole, whole season of gin. I had two summers of tequila. I had a season of Henny. Like I tried each one saw what it did to my body and I'm like hmm how do I feel on this how do I feel on that the most times I would get aggressive was when like I was with family and that's how I know it came from a place of trauma like we would be drinking like whatever but when I came with family I was like wound up real tight so anything that they did that I guess triggered something mm-hmm. was like you're pissing me off like that and then it would just go did you know your skin is your biggest organ 
why not give it the nutrients it needs? Nature's Technology is a wholesaler of commodities such as shea butter, cocoa butters, sea moss, and over a hundred herbs for drinking and smoking. They also make natural body care products such as shea butters, deodorants, lip balms, and sugar scrubs. They also specialize in holistic herbal teas as well as party starting herbal root drinks, mocktails, guaranteed to make the night a great one. Check them out on Instagram and TikTok at Nature's Technology One or on Facebook at Nature's Technology. You can also give them a call at 1-800-545-2906 and tell them to the last drop sent you. While you're at it, go on the website and use promo code to the last drop, all caps, for a discount on your first order. Get yourself it. And remember, plants, herbs, and roots are nature's technology. You said family, but what about an instance where it was just you and a guy alone, you know? Have you ever been in a situation where you and a guy alone, you guys kicking and you guys drinking and and you guys, you know, you might have a disagreement about something, but it just, it get escalated further. Okay, so in my last relationship, when the pandemic was going on, we were drinking a lot together. And really, we were getting fights because he was too drunk, so it's like he couldn't understand me. It was like we, we couldn't oh, okay. see eye to eye because he's trashed, I'm trashed, and like we just couldn't get through it. And then we wake up the next day and we'd be like, why are we mad? Like, what, what were we mad about? Why do we argue? Why do we go so hard? And why did it go for so long? We weren't at a place to be like, yo, this is stupid. We're not even thinking right. Take your ass to bed, you know? Yeah, I would have to agree. Um, for the most, my, my career in drinking, um, I never really... I drank to loosen up, to free myself from the burden, to free myself from the anger, to free myself from all those things. I wanted to feel light on my feet. I wanted to be happy. I wanted to have fun. And for the most part, I would say nine out of 10 times, unless someone really was provoking me, I, I was a good time. I had fun. And kudos to you for the expensive taste in liquor, because I'm a two buck chuck. It does not take much for me. I will go get the cheap bottle of wine or the cheap bottle of liquor or whatever. Trust me. And I didn't care really what I was drinking. It, we got some juice to mix it with. I know that's I'm right. on point. We're good right. to go. Um, so I would really just drink damn near about anything. And I didn't really see, I mean, yes, I'm not going to say there wasn't issues prior to the last five years or anything like that, but it was things that I would sum up like, oh, you know, we just got too drunk or whatever and we move along or whatever, you know. But now these last five years, <clears throat> um, due to the trauma that I was I was enduring and everything, I had so much buried inside of me. I didn't realize. I mean, with that in that in my last relationship, yes, alcohol. Like I mentioned in the last episode, alcohol played a huge factor in the abuse. The whether it was verbal, physical, and it wasn't just physical abuse on his end. It made me react, and you know, I was ready to go too verbally. You know, even maybe being spiteful and triggering him to start a fight just because we drinking, right? But even moving forward from that relationship. Once I got settled, I'm thinking to myself like, oh, okay, I'm in a different environment, but I got all this stuff buried inside of me and I'm drinking and all of this and, <clears throat> excuse me, <clears throat> I'm drinking and I'm getting triggered to some degree. Maybe it was a look, maybe it was just a specific word or the tone in your voice or whatever. Something is triggered inside of me and it went zero to 100. And I know, I mean, you and I, we've known each other now for a while and you knew me when I was drinking and you know me sober. And so it's like, to keep it real, like he has seen me at that level to the point where he's like, yo, 
what are you doing? You know what I'm saying? And it made me have to reflect the next day. I was blacking out because I'm like triggered. Something just came over me. And I, that's where it was like, man, this is really bad. I have a lot of healing to do because I'm not this person. And I don't have the intention to do this, but something is living and alive inside of me, a really messed up spirit behind the spirits. And it's pulling out all the ugly and all the anger inside of me. And I am reflecting it on another individual that I care about and not just him or anything. It it was a a multitude of people in my life. Everyone was getting a piece of it if you accidentally triggered me and that kind of played the victim mindset. So once I saw that happening, that's kind of where I had to do that self-reflection. Like, yo, I'm tired to apologize. I'm tired of being the problem now because I used to, look at other other people as the problem Mm -hmm. and now I'm the problem so I had to do something about it it's like you guys had like super it's like when you guys get like angry while y'all guys drunk it's like y'all get super strong and it's like nothing can stop you guys on whatever you guys trying to like do whether it's trying to win an argument trying to like um tear your stuff up of whatever you know because I have had I had an instance where where a chick just just flip and I wonder what it was that like triggered her like to just flip like it because she didn't flip just just curse me out no she flipped by attacking my car as well you know and so so that's the reason why I asked that you know would like like what are some of the things for us like you know that those triggers may come from is coming from like the past and things like that or or just Oh, what oh, most is definitely. I mean, trauma and alcohol do not mix. And again, trauma does not have to be extensive. Oh, you get beat up or sexually assaulted or, you know, something to a high degree. Yes, that definitely will do it. And I think women who come from that extent, I, and I just said this too, most of the time, individuals who have chaos in their life, either they conduct themselves with chaos or there's chaos going around with them. Nine out of 10, if not every single time, there's drugs and alcohol involved because it's either that's what's creating the chaos or they're trying to escape it one way or the other and trauma and alcohol do not mix at all because if you're not healed if you don't take the time out to address those wounds address the things that are triggering you when you know for a fact like yo this person is not like harming me but yet I am projecting all this and creating this huge mess there's a problem inside and usually it stems from a past relationship especially with women with our emotions and everything we're not going to get let the issue with our mom affect our our relationship with our boyfriend or husband or anything like that it's usually unhealed wounds from a past relationship well hold on because there's also the trauma of rejection oh something yeah like that so like rejection abandonment some of that comes from parents it can, yeah, and, yeah. And some of it also just comes from, you know, people around you going to school and being treated a certain way or feeling as though you were like an outcast and then you get with your partner and they do mm-hmm. something that makes you feel like that and you're like, okay, here it comes, you know? And you can feel it come on. I've yeah. I've gotten so good where I know when it switches. I can feel I'm like, oh, you better breathe. Can you can you identify that now? So I've I've been in this place for the last eight months where, and this just happened recently, just a couple days ago, where that anxiety ridden, not in my stomach, every time I breathe in, I feel like I'm a throw up or something, mm-hmm. and that feeling right there where it's worrisome and I just don't know what's gonna happen. I don't even know why. That was the feeling that made me go get a drink because I did not want to handle it and it would numb it out and I felt normal. 
Okay, let's do it then. So after, I'm going to be vulnerable with y'all. So yesterday after the episode, something was triggered and I couldn't figure it out. It wasn't an anger trigger. I would, an anger trigger is like a fire. Like you just feel like a whoosh, you know? Mm -hmm, Right. When you like, when you're at the hibachi restaurant and they like the grill. Mm -hmm. It wasn't that. It was like a sadness, like a, like a solemn, like a, I don't know. I was just uneasy inside. Mm Mm-hmm. And that's why I was like, all right, I need to just go be by myself for a second so I can talk to her because I talk to myself out loud. There's nothing wrong with it. And sometimes you need to because only you could check you a lot of the times. We have a thing with ego in this in this life, period. Yeah. Maybe it's just the flesh. But sometimes you need to talk to it and tell it to calm the F down. Because I really be like, Dom, you need to calm the fuck down. I don't know what else you want from me. I say it. So... Um, I got to the hotel, I'm chilling, and I'm like, okay, well, let's do things that make you happy. What'll make you happy? Well, getting out of these shoes would make me happy. Getting out of this dress would make me happy. Okay, let's do it. So I start um, to decompress like that. What else would make you happy? Eating those pineapples would probably make me happy. All right, let's do that. What do you want to watch on TV? So I'm doing all of this, trying to talk through it, and it still would, it came down from like a Probably like an eight and a half. I, I got it down by myself to like a six or a seven. And there were so many times in my brain where I was like, you know, this is the part where you would run to the liquor store. You know, this is the part where a, gin, um, um, a Jack and Coke would taste really good right now. Like that. And I was like, you weak bastard, sit your ass down. That's what I said. Y'all gonna have to bleep me. But so I went on with myself. So then I just start going through my tools because that's why you go to therapy. You go to therapy to get the tools to succeed. The fact that I could identify that something inside of me was wrong and uncomfortable and my response is to run somewhere to fix it is, that means I have a tool. I also have a tool in live time because when Shelly said what she said, we good. When Shelly said what she said, I start running my ring. When I was in rehab, we got these, uh, they use a lot of fidget spinners in therapy. You get a little fidget spinner ring right from Amazon, shout out Amazon, and it just rolls it so you can watch your mouth and think about what you're about to say. Use oh, it and I just breathe. That. I breathe through whatever I need to do. In rehab, and it feels like flicking a lighter. I use this in rehab so much my thumbs went raw. Just from dealing with people and my own trauma, I was flicking crazy. I couldn't get it down low enough. So I got it down to like a six and I started using my tools. I said, well, let's find out if there's a massage parlor around here for a while. You just need to exhale because on a massage table, you just exhale and you don't have to talk. You don't have to really think too much. You know, you got somebody touching your body. Maybe you need like a hug or something, you know, and I'm out of state. Can't get a hug from the dude at the front desk. So... I was like, all right, well, make it work. <laughs> so I took myself down the street. I even I found it, Googled it real quick, called them, booked my appointment, and I went and got a massage. By the time I got off that table, my physical was so relaxed that my internal couldn't really do too much. So by the time I was done, I identified that I was about like a two and a half or three. And I was like, okay, well, now I just don't want to be alone. So I called the shuttle man and had him pick me up from the, yes, had him pick me up from the, from the, what you call it, in the shuttle. And I just rode with him back and forth to the airport, <laughs> just talking. He was picking people up, doing his job, and I just wanted somebody to talk to. I just didn't want to be by myself. And it, it works for me. And you know what that's called? What? Self-awareness. I know that's right. Do you know that, have you ever done that, that step-by-step process when you were drinking? Hell no. Right. The, the step-by-step was go to the liquor right. store. 
get a mile. The step you was champing the mile. You didn't even care what you were feeling. You didn't even nope. allow yourself to process what you nope. were thinking. Like, nope. Ooh, oh, oh, no, I'm not doing you this. You pissed me <laughs> off. The liquor store is still open. I'm going to drown you right now. Yep. Yeah, and mm -hmm. it's crazy because that's where I'm at. Like, it's like being able to be in the moment and paying attention to yourself, paying attention to your thoughts, your feelings, the words spoken, your actions, and move yourself from one step to the next and be able to, like, correlate all of that together to know what to do to bring yourself back down from anger or from mm -hmm. sadness and things like that. That's something you just can't do when you're drinking because you're yeah. watering yourself down. Yes. And I'm like, I'm a, I'd be amazed sometimes how aware I am in certain moments. Like it's not, I'm not a hundred percent on it at all, mm -hmm. but I'm so much further because I never paid attention to myself. And I think most people are operating from a place of just automation. You know what I'm saying? Like we, we're so used to what has been programmed in us, like from what we have seen from either childhood or past relationships and, oh, this is how we deal with problems or our feelings and thoughts. It just becomes automated. We think it's normal. And to be able to actually stop that and walk yourself through the process of, of doing something healthy to bring yourself back down, that takes work. It does. It does. It takes some serious work, but it's doable. Like anything, like it's just considered like trying to learn how to ride a bike. You do it over and over and over again. You Im implement it into your daily life. Eventually that becomes what's automated and you yes. don't even think about going to get a drink. And if you do, you can shut that thought down. Yes, and I did. To catapult off what Shelly just said, um, with the whole not giving your time yourself time to feel the feelings. We're very much in fight or flight mode. And the thing with fight or flight, which is which is a natural human thing, is we don't live in a society where you could really fight. So you're probably just gonna end up calling somebody and like going off on them. Or you fly and a lot of times because of culture, where are we flying? We're flying to the liquor store. You're not even giving yourself a chance to sit with your feelings. I sat in that hotel room for over an hour just trying to get her off the ledge. Like Yo, what is wrong with you? Can we come and just try to do things that'll make you happy? Mm. I can I can help you if you just come down. And after a while, it does start to come down. You sound crazy when you're doing it, but me throwing away my nine months of sobriety to go to the liquor store, mm -hmm. then to make phone calls spazzing on everybody because I'm fucked up and it's 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 your fault. We never should have did this and da da da. That's crazy. Me in a room talking to myself is not crazy because I'm sometimes I'm the only one that can help me. And sometimes when you're talking to yourself, you're really talking to something bigger than you. And that's the only place you could get some help. Absolutely. And another thing, like tying it back into the culture, the hip hop culture and all of that, all we hear is songs about coding, Molly, alcohol, everything. Mm -hmm. It's like even the song when we left from here, what was the song that was on? Like, I just want to smoke my cigarettes, drink my wine until all my pain goes away mm -hmm. or however the words went. But yep. it's like we even the soft R&B songs will have you thinking that is the answer. And it's programmed in our society that yep. especially with alcohol, but the lean and the Molly and all that mm -hmm. it's so it's so promoted to either party make yourself feel better just a date almost like your vitamins like as if you don't take it or if you deny it something wrong with you just because you don't want drugs or alcohol to fix the problem or to have a good time you are seriously judged and that's what's put out into society these days especially amongst women with the whole movement behind feminism and all of that mm -hmm. this mo modern feminist is like oh i want to drink and i can do whatever i want i can do the drugs and i can hang with the dudes and i can do this that and the other and it's not the case and that's where it kind of ties into because we operate from emotions we're around a bunch of guys drinking 
then someone does something, now it's all chaos because we're responding with our emotions. They're trying to handle the situation and not saying they may be innocent in it, but guess what? If it goes down, who's going to jail? Nine out of 10, 10 out of 10 is going to be the dude. Mm -hmm. He's going to end up going to jail or he's mm -hmm. going to be the one having to pay the price legal wise just because we're operating from our, from our own emotions while we're drunk. Agreed. So moving forward, we need to work on, especially when it comes to raising kids, so we could just bypass it to the next generation, is emotional intelligence. Absolutely. That, that hey, it's okay that you're mad, but let's take a second to work through it. That kid never really goes away. When I refer to talking to her, I'm talking to a younger version of me. That's it. I know what she looked like. She got green bobbles in her hair. She's actually really, well, of course she's cute, but I, that's who I'm talking to. So in the next generation, when when it's my kid, you're, you're always going to be talking to that kid. It just looks different on the outside a little bit. It's so funny how you you connect that because I see an image of myself a lot, my younger self as a little girl, you know, and I, I connect that as well. That's the vision that I see is just this little girl. It's crazy. Do you remember how you couldn't look at it and how it like hurt you to see her in your mind? Did you have those feelings? Um, actually, it was... <laughs> So it, it wasn't even seeing the picture. It was like hearing certain things from my childhood at that time, mm -hmm. like the music. Like yes. I grew up listening to country music. Mm -hmm. As the culture, hip-hop culture, right? As a teenager, country music wasn't cool. Mm -hmm. But now there's a song, you know, I liked country music back before it was cool. But anyway, um, it wasn't cool. It wasn't accepted. So, of course, I went into the hip-hop, R&B, and started listening to other things. But this country music factor, this was my innocence, right? It brought me back to this childlike place, this innocence before the world got to me, before I started hurting myself. And that was kind of what I saw was, like, through the eyes of that little girl. Mm -hmm. And then it was, like, the actual image of me mm -hmm. being young. I got a question for you guys. How do you guys, like identify and diffuse a situation with the guy that you're dealing with when you feel as though he has drunk too much. Especially <laughs> when you're drinking at the same time. Oh, if I'm drinking at the same yeah. time, we ain't diffusing nothing. Yeah. I have to, you we have to feel me. Yeah. But, but, but you guys never told the guy, but like, yo, you have drunk too much and whatever, you need to put that down. If you I really wasn't put drinking. That down. Yeah, but then they get mad and be like, oh, I'm not even drunk. I'm not even drunk. You're drunk. Yeah, you drinking into, too. Wow. Yeah. Why are you going to tell me to quit drinking? You're drinking right along with me. You bought the bottle. Mm -hmm. You brought it Then home. he get mad at so me because I'm telling him. Forth. Then I'm telling him I'm counting. You had three before we left the house. You mm -hmm. bought me two at the bar. Remember? And then the old boy bought us one. And I'm counting. I'm hitting him with facts. Now he's really just disheveled and freaking dumb. Like, yeah, oh. because if we're both drinking, I don't see how somebody's going to diffuse that. Yeah. Especially if someone's already stepping out of character. Yes. If one of us is now like on the hype level from the liquor and we're both drinking, it's either gonna go one or two ways. It's either gonna be one hell of a night and we're gonna have a, a ball or it's gonna be a shit show. So you guys never diffuse no situation with, with um, not a, a guy or even like one of you guys or one of your friends or so? Being intoxicated? Yeah, yeah, I mean, being intoxicated. If, if I was buzzed or something, yeah, I can maybe walk away or like try to, it, um, get myself in the middle of it and try to stop something from happening. But nine out of ten times, if I'm drinking with you, I'm already on your level. Mm -hmm. so, so nothing altered. Okay, when you say you diffused it, nothing altered within you, like you checking yourself, being like, you know what? I already know we all too lit. 
Let me um, approach this situation right here a little differently because I know if I do approach them on this lit type of level, you know, um, things going to escalate to a crazy place. Me, me approaching it differently would have been me pouring more drinks because that usually calms everybody down. Yeah, I'm going to blame it on the liquor and we're going zero to 100. If you step to me crazy and we're lit, Ooh. like we're going to set it on fire. <laughs> like I, and that's some that it's just real like I don't real I can't really recall and I know that there has been times you know depending on the level of how drunk I was and how much liquor I I consumed that night sure there was plenty of nights where like man F this, I ain't even gonna deal with this, walk away, or yo, you need to calm down or something like that. But usually telling a drunk person to calm down, who, who no. calms down? No, it never Man works. Man or woman don't drunk, no them, one's calming down don't at tell this them to point calm if they're down. already on 100. Don't tell them to calm down and don't tell them that they're drunk. But do you continue to just continue to drink? I know you say you will pull up and things like that, but, but you in that situation, that you continue to drink? Oh yeah, probably, yeah, yeah. Why wouldn't I? Unless, unless it was just like the night just got killed because of the issue. I don't know. Like to me, it's like, yo, unless I felt like the night was over, I'm going to sleep or or whatever. To me, it was to the last drop. I'm drinking. We started drinking tonight. I, the night's not over. The night is still young, whether you got an attitude or not. Mm. I'm going to continue to do what I'm doing. <laughs> She'll get over it. You want a shot? Right. <laughs> Tomorrow's a new day. Like, you know, but being sober... And stuff like that happening or seeing somebody drunk when you're sober, that's a whole different view because yeah. I'll look back and be like, damn, is that what I look like? Is that what I'm doing? That's what it be like. Ooh-wee. I don't want to do that. I don't want to. I, I don't want to be that person. I don't want to create that chaos in no one's life. I don't want to look like that, sound like that, do these things because it's ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. But you got to be able to see it from another perspective. And if you're always drinking, you don't. You're right, you don't. right there with them. You don't. And that's the thing that I notice in my sobriety now when I go out to parties and such. It's almost as if, and I, I still be double cupping in everything. Like, legit. Having a good time, still screaming, still dancing, the whole nine. And it's like the drunk people are uncomfortable with the fact that oh, I'm yeah. sober. It's like, oh, yeah. no. She can see me. Like, ain't nobody worried about you. Just don't spill your drink on me. I've had somebody say to me at a party, Oh, you don't drink anymore? You must have been a real asshole. Mm -hmm. Like, what? Because like, a matter of fact, I life? still am, and I'll, I'll let I'll make sure the words get out. Yeah, <laughs> I'll really tear you a new one now because right. I'm not slurred. Right. <laughs> what are we talking about? I've had somebody say to me, and this was just a drunk girl. I guess she was hitting on me. Shorty wanted me or whatever, and I was drinking Heineken Zero at the bar. And she um, came up to me. She wanted to buy me a drink. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, no, I don't drink. And she's like, oh, well, you got that drink right there. I was like, zero. She was like, girl, just take a shot with me. Just take a shot with me. I said, I worked really hard to attain and maintain my sobriety. And you're offending me right now. And she was like hurt that I was offended. Do you know the looks? Like, we done been out to like PBR bars and things like that, right? And I'm not drinking, but the look on either the bartender's face or someone around, like when I say, oh, I'll take a water with lemon, we don't have lemon. But you do for that martini. Mm -hmm. You do for that Long Island. You got mm -hmm. the lemons and the limes and the cherries mm -hmm. and the ice and all that. I would like my water on ice, please. Like with the lemons. But they'll just hand the bottle and want to like charge you the $3 when yeah. if I was intoxicated and say, yo, I need a, a glass of water, they would have been pouring up for me to be yeah. hydrated so, you know, the cops didn't shut it down or yeah. something because it's some yeah. BS. But because I'm sober and starting the night off with water, yeah, there's definitely looks or little ad-libs, things that people got to say. And then the people around 
home, especially females. And like, they're, they're probably more the haters than the guys. You know, the guys may be like, oh, damn, like she ain't drinking and may like applaud a guy that has a girl that isn't drinking out in the bar. But for the females, it's like, oh, who do you think you are? Because they're turned up. So let me throw a PSA in there to the bartenders. If someone wants to drink water, let them. Right. Period. To the sober people, still tip your bartenders. It's the right thing to do. <laughs> okay? I still tip. And another thing that I'd like to add is lately I've been going out and I like I like Heineken Zero sometimes because, you know, it's still yeast, so it still make you swell. But I get my Heineken Zero and it's like every time they only have a six-pack in the whole bar. So it's like I could drink six by myself. It's zero. And any drinker who's trying to either cut back or just have a social moment is going to drink multiple. It's that hand-to-mouth feeling. Mm -hmm. Have more alcohol-free alcohol. It's just ironic to me that in the, or not alcohol, you know what I mean. You know exactly what I mean. Get you some three spirits. It's just ironic to me that in the States this keeps happening, but in Germany, they have alcohol-free beer on tap. It's called alcohol phrases. And they have it on tap. Tons everywhere. They sell it 0%, 0.05%, which doesn't really get you lit, but it's kind of like Odul's or um, kombucha. Mm-hmm. So it gets you a little buzz, but if, you, if you're in recovery, don't drink that. Get to 0.00. That's what you need. And have your fun time. But in the U.S., it's like if you're not drinking, you can't you It's the Western culture. It's it, whack. It, it, it's the Western culture for on all aspects behind that. Like with the culture, it is for us to make a fool out of ourselves, to blind us from everything. And if we're drowning ourselves in a bottle or with drugs or anything like that, we're not coherent enough to even pay attention to what's really going on in the world, or at least in our country. And that's how they want it here. And it's, it's not sad. like that on the in other countries. It's not. Let, let, let me ask you guys this then. Um, how do you guys feel about certain drugs being illegal, but alcohol not being illegal like i just said um that is what's used to you know keep you as the sheep so to say that i think society in itself the narrative that it pushes to party to be intoxicated it's okay you know you don't have to do this or you don't have to do that like just have a drink it's all right they're making it okay Mm -hmm. and for the most part for other people who may not who be able to control their drinking it's one thing but alcohol is so accepted but i honestly think it's the worst drug and that's why it's available and that's why society has created it around that because weed like weed to me has no comparison to alcohol at all whatsoever weed grows right out of the ground but that's illegal you so many people have done so much time behind it but we can go and buy cases upon cases as much as we want of liquor pass it out drink it ourselves whatever what do we have a hangover maybe like we're it's okay and even if we do get arrested in dui there's more people who even do um more time behind having a like just a nickel of weed on them in their pocket than a dui for alcohol you know you could talk and and i could speak i had a dui i crashed my car it was a one car accident and it it was the first time i ever even had a ticket went to jail anything i went zero to 100 with it i was in jail 12 hours and yes there was a lot of things i had to endure like the classes and things like that but let that have been some weed in my car right Mm -hmm. let the hen found a little bit of weed in my car who knows what would have happened because it was illegal Mm -hmm. you didn't have like a like a friend that was like the designated driver yeah did did you guys have like like responsible friends or whatever that that didn't drink or probably went out with you guys and probably 
drink, but probably didn't drink as much as you guys and whatever, because somebody, you know, they know you guys had to get home safely. Um, hmm. Because was I was the really... drunk designated friend in my clique. I was the drunk designated driver in my clique. It... All of us drink, but I, I would say I was the more responsible one. I think it would just come down to the point of, okay, who can still walk straight in their stilettos? Who's not falling over? Who's not slurring their work? Like, who was in the best shape to drive at that point without making it noticeable that we're all fucked up or drunk, excuse me. And so that is kind of how we did that. I didn't have friends who didn't drink. So, like, I, I mean, I had one friend who drank just kind of beer most of the time, um, but she did drugs, so that didn't really count. So I, I don't know, you know, like she was good on the alcohol from the bartender's aspect, hand her the keys, but that chick was loaded off some other shit. So yeah, I don't think any of us were safe. We were really taking some serious risks. And that's what emotion intelligence, remember when you were brought up like the emotion intelligence, that's the reason why I had asked, you know, well, well, if you feel as though somebody had too much to drink, you know, how would you handle that situation like that? You know, because emotions intelligence definitely has to, has to, has to take place, even amongst like groups of friends and people, things like that. Somebody have to have like emotion intelligence, you know, in order for you guys to make it back home safe or diffuse some type of like argument or whatever issues that could possibly be tipping over. I don't know that life. <laughs> uh, it's, it's either all or nothing I don't know I never I never had that responsible person to go out and and party with us or anything like that everyone I it's like what you don't know you don't know so the majority of the people I was growing up with that we became adults and all that we were drinking since we were young so it was just something normal that we did and I didn't know what it looked like to have friends who know I'm just gonna drink you know for celebratory reasons or I will only have one or two or anything like that now my sister my sister has that control and I love her to death and I don't I and I know we're just very very different for but for a very long time I used to think she was boring to an extent but guess what she didn't create this paper trail of bullshit in her life to follow her into her 30s because she was making responsible choices behind how she consumed alcohol man what's your thoughts Dom mm -hmm. no comment <laughs> just know it wasn't me <laughs> just know it wasn't me ain't that drink good look to the last drop is done hey. to the last Shelly you got the last drop I I did. She I had the last draft. <laughs> <laughs> so, so in groups of friends, well, I ain't gonna say groups of friends and whatever. Like, um, who you guys think is worse when it comes like why they drunk, men or women? In you think like groups of women are, is worse than like groups of males when I think they it, drunk? I think it depends on what they were drinking. Where oh, you we depend. At. You think it depends on whatever alcohol they had? Yeah, for sure. No. For sure. Some liquor makes these dudes want to cry. Facts. I think different type of alcohols could play effect, but if, like, let's say we're going out, um, we... We as women, like, yo, we're going out, we're getting fucked up, and we're going to see what we can get into, and we really don't have a plan except for to consume a lot of liquor. Correct me if I'm wrong, mm. I think with guys, it could be the same thing, but it's like, yo, we finna pull something. And so you kind of got to be on your best behavior to an extent or at least match the level with a female so she can find you attractive and have interest in you so you can get, you know, the cat. But <laughs> that's just what it, that's how I look at it. I don't know if that's true or not, but. Well, what, what's you guys, okay, have a guy ever approached you guys with a, with like, a, actually pulled you guys actually being drunk 
You know you 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 know he's drunk, but you still gave him your number. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. So 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 what it was that. You know, you, you, it's like, was you guys like really into the guy? It's like, or what was it he was saying? Uh, it's like, what was it that really like made you guys give him the number? I think your inhibitions go down, your sense of under, like just the whole situation when you're drinking, you don't see it for what it is, right? You're in the moment, especially if you're in the club or whatever, you're in the moment, you're having a good time, the music, the drinks are flowing, all this. He could be even just halfway attractive. You have those bottle glasses on and you don't even realize what that person looked like to the fullest extent, but you're getting that attention. You may get that free drink. You may get, you hey, and he may work out, right? You may have a new friend or someone to date or whatever, but in that moment, it's just feeling good. So it's like, okay, let's just exchange numbers or talk or whatever have you. We don't really pay attention to like how drunk he is or anything like that because we're drinking too. I think women do. I think women do. I think it's a kind of like a turn off and what cuz I have I have definitely sloppy, yeah. definitely like like her females like speak on it, you know. I mean like, you know, they don't want no drunk guy coming up to them like speaking. A guy could be a a guy could be decent things like that you know he just could be maybe like speaking a little loudly or so because he's in a club and a female could take could take it as though yo he's drunk it's like no no keep that away from me well and that kind of goes back to what i was saying where you know when when men go out to drink yeah they're gonna go have a good time but they have the intention for women they ain't gonna go to no club with for a bunch sure. of men they're going for out sure. to be around the women that's why women get in free women get free drinks all of that so they're going for the women plus having a good time so i think for the most part they're kind of going to be on a better behavior than women. And women are over, you know, like, no, we, I don't want no sloppy, drunk guy coming up to me, all over me, making a mess. Uh-uh, take yourself on somewhere, especially even if I'm drinking. I don't want no part of that. But just because you're drinking and maybe I realize you're a little lit, but if you can conduct yourself still, at least to the extent of where I'm at at that moment, who knows what that may look like if I'm too drunk, I don't know. But if I can understand you and you're you're not sloppy, falling all over the place, I don't really think I'm trying to gauge how drunk you are. We're, look at the setting we're in. I came here for this. You came here for this. This is what we plan to do and it's happening, so let's follow through. So, Dominique, what are we sipping on today? Well, you know, in my addiction, your girl stayed with the bottle and the mixer. We have not gotten any less fancy of anything. We just brought it up more notches. So for today's podcast, we're going to drink the Three Spirit Social Elixir. Hey, that sounds good. Girl. Yeah, what's in it? So a whole lot of stuff, let me tell you, but there's no alcohol. Filtered water, (laughs) agave nectar. Extracts of caraway seed, damiana leaf, lion's mane, mushrooms, yerba mate, oh. <laughs> passion flowers. What? And a little green tea. We about to be healthy. But when I tell you this social, the social elixir, there's three types. The social elixir is going to make you a silly goose today, okay? Oh, yeah. I'm we already gotta, feeling silly. I know. That's right. We got to loosen <laughs> up after yesterday. Got to hit them with the shoulders. And it's about to go down. So today we're going to mix the three-spirit social elixir with, because we fancy, a little Pellegrino for bubbles. Mm-hmm. Pellegrino. All right. Call us. What and else we then got? I went to, what y'all got out here? I'm from Jersey. We went, what's the grocery store called? Publix. Publix, yeah. They don't know what ShopRite is, y'all, so yeah. we even. <laughs> um, I went to Publix, and they had this Owens Cucumber Mint. Now, when I was drinking tequila, especially day drinking, the cucumber mint got me right every time. So I'm excited to see what happens with this. Absolutely. And it then, sounds good. For real. And then pure Dominate style, little bougie. 
Gotta have the fruit, okay? <laughs> Y'all lucky I didn't bring my charcuterie Make board. Make it look fancy. Mm-hmm. It's gonna look real nice. Give me a second to mix it for you. Zay, you want some? Oh, for sure. Oh, yeah. That's right. All right, wait, wait, wait. Before we, before we get into it, Shelly. Hey. Hey. Oh. Zay. Oh. Ah, smack it. Uh-uh. <laughs> You may not drink the alcohol, but we still got the behaviors of it. We got to tap the bottom of that bottle. A little pinky out. A little pinky out for you. Yes. We ain't doing the pinky, I thought. What? Man, I, I, I work on it. I work on it like therapy. So Zay really came here on one today, okay? Make sure you get your Jacalo merch because he, he got all the everything that we need. What? Yes. Including the questions. So with that said, Zay, what's the last drop? Sure, the last drop is, look, you guys, I'm not against drinking or anything like that, you know. Um, if you drink, drink responsibly, you know. That's very important, you know. Um, I'm, not, I'm not here to try to, like, um, put, put a, like a type of, like, Band-Aid on something, you know what I'm saying. Emotion, intelligence is very important. So if you know you're going to be drinking and, and hanging out and things like this, make sure in whatever your emotions are in check, you know. You don't become that, even if, if you a male out here, you want to be approaching a woman, you know, make sure in whatever you're not approaching that woman all drunk, all belligerent. You know, m make sure your game tight when you do so. And women, make sure you're not out here looking all drunk and things like that while a guy is approaching you because that's very unattractive. You look low class, you know, that is not classy. So, you know, get your emotions and intelligence together. And to that, Zay, you out here dropping jewels. To that, when he said um, before you drink to make sure that your emotions are in check, why is it that with other drugs like acid and mushrooms and stuff, in order to not have a bad trip, you have to make sure that you're good at, you're in a good mind space. So if you just take that little drug trick and you know you've dibbled and dabbled too, and put that to alcohol, it might help a little bit. Hey, you guys can find you can find me on IG at Jacalo underscore nine, and um, we're also on Facebook. Facebook group is Jacalo Be Yourself Facebook group and. Follow the website. The website is www.jacalo9.com. We got fly merch. We got hats. We got hoodies. We got whatever you need. You know, check it out. And be yourself while you're doing so. So with that said. To the last drop. To, to the, the last, last drop. drop. We'll see you next week. If you like this podcast, please remember to like, comment, and subscribe. If you liked our outfits and our vibe, come back next week. We got more stuff to show you.